Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Higurashi, um, part 31. Right, and look who's at the door. Neon? Oh, you look just fine. I heard you collapsed, so I came to check up on you. How did you know I collapsed? I heard from Reyna over the phone. Do I need any reason other than that? I understood why she would call a doctor, but why me on too? Reyna was descending the stairs behind me. Reyna, doesn't Kei-chan look pretty alright? Sheesh, she made me worry for nothing. That's true. Maybe I worried for nothing as well. They both began laughing. It appeared to be cheerful laughter, but I couldn't shake the feeling that there was a darkness looming over them. Whoa, what's up with this shoe rack? How did it get like this? The shoe rack that I smashed to pieces has been like that since yesterday. Uh, um, I fell, you see, and the bat I was holding at the same time slammed into it. This is what happens when you swing around something you're not used to handling. I kept the fact that it was none of her business to myself. But leaving it like this will really startle your parents when they get home. I'll fix it up for you later. Now come on, Kei-chan. The terminally ill need their rest. Come back. Come on. Back in bed. Back in bed. Both of them urged me up the stairs. I had no chance to call Oishi-san. I was pushed into my bed. As it was the first time Mion had been in my room, she had been searching around it intently. She fiddled around my room and was scolded by Reina. You can imagine how it went. It was uncomfortable having my room poked around, but the conversation was so veined that it was heartwarming. During the innocent conversation, Mion said something as well was perfectly ordinary. Reyna, did you call the manager? Yep. Right after I called Michan, he said he'd be right over. Manager? The out-of-the-place word gave me a bad feeling. Raina called a doctor, then Mion, then called Mion, and after that, she called a manager? Who was this manager? Since Raina and Mion's conversation was so peaceful, it was only slightly odd. What are you two talking about? Who's this manager? <laughs> didn't you know, Kei-chan? We mean the manager when we say manager. Like the director of a movie, or like a foreman of a construction site. Ha 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 I dug through all of my memories for a manager who might have business with me. Only one came to mind. What Raina had just said, the construction site foreman. The very first victim of the first incident, the dismemberment, at the damn construction site. The foreman? But that was strange. He was supposed to be dead. There was no way they could call him. I don't understand what you guys are talking about. What does the manager have to do with me? You said he was coming. Did you mean to my house? I asked one obvious question after another. 
but all the two of them did was smile coldly at each other. There was a huge difference between how the two of them appeared and how my suspicions were playing out. Slowly, I felt discomfort and panic welling up inside of me. I couldn't understand what Raina and Mion were talking about. Kei-chan, you've gotten into baseball lately, haven't you? Pretty sure the manager will be happy to hear that. So, who is his manager? <laughs> the manager is the manager. <laughs> so, who is this manager? <laughs> Raina and Mion looked at each other and laughed haughtily. That disturbing cackle unpleasantly resounded around me. <laughs> that laugh, long enough to be unsettling, ended abruptly. Oh yeah, we should finish up before the manager comes. You remember, don't you, Kei-chan? Her face was laughing, but Mion's eyes told a different story. Remember? Remember what? <laughs> Kei-chi-kun... I had he forgotten, I wonder? About the penalty. About the penalty. Did you really forget? The homework with the mochi? The homework? Where you were supposed to guess which one Raina made? You forgot about the homework, didn't you? I certainly did have that homework. But I had thrown away the rest of the mochi after I found that sewing needle. So, I wasn't able to answer which one Raina made. The penalty for that? Why now? <laughs> no doubt my question was written all over my face. Their answer to my question was that dry laughter. I could no longer make heads or tails of anything. I began to think that this entire day was somehow insane. Strange. Incomprehensible. Being chased by Raina. Attacked by strange men. The penalty Mion and Reyna were talking about. <laughs> what were those two laughing at? It didn't take that long for me to realize I had been dragged into an abnormal situation. Who were these two? Who were these people? Who were these doppelgangers from Reyna and Mion? Reyna had gotten behind me at some point. Why was she pinning my arms behind my back? What, what are you doing? Don't move. This is your penalty. <laughs> my body was already very sluggish and Raina pinning my arms made it much harder to move. I seriously tried to struggle, but she wouldn't even budge. My panic began to well up and I realized this was my well beyond the realm of jokes and pleasantries. This freakish, freakishly monstrous strength, it would have been impossible for Raina that I knew. Then, these thin, frail arms grasping me firmly. Whose arms were they? Kei-chan, no struggling. Club rules. There are no exceptions. You can't fight against a penalty. Mion, no. That thing that looked like Mion spoke to me like how Mion would speak to me. But I was certain that this was not Mion. Someone who wasn't Mion. Someone who was just pretending to be Mion. <laughs> Need to finish this up before the manager comes. Mian fished into her pockets and pulled out something bizarre. I could tell that it was just by looking, but for such a thing to be in her pocket, my mind wouldn't accept it. What is that? It was a small syringe. 
It was a small, clear syringe, like what a doctor would use when you went to him when you were sick. Raina held me even tighter, and I could hear that clattering laughter that no longer sounded like laughter blaring into my ears. That eerie laughter, it was something that the Raina I knew could never produce from her own throat. This thing that was pretending to be Raina, was this their real laugh? Unable to defend myself, the syringe Mion was holding drew closer, and that needle was waved in front of my face countless times. Don't worry, don't worry, it won't hurt, it won't hurt. <laughs> what, what are you planning on doing? What kind of sick joke is this? What are you saying, Kei-chan? You know exactly what's going on, don't you? About what? I don't understand any of this at all. I know you. I know you know. No use playing the fool this late in the game. Stop talking nonsense to try to confuse me. You're going to have done to you what happened to Tomotaki-san. What? What? The same as Tomotaki-san? I didn't really understand what she meant. What did that have to do with the syringe? You're playing dumb, Keiji-kun. You should have realized it by now. Raina whispered into my ear, laughing as if to admonish me. But even the way she spoke was repulsive behind compare. Playing dumb? Me? About what? What do you mean the same as Tomotaki-san? Everyone thought at first that it was a hit and run. Except when the officer got closer to check if he was still alive, he soon noticed it wasn't a normal situation. His throat was scratched out. Fr from a knife or something? No. Nails. Nails? Nails as in fingernails? With those gouged through? That's right. Tomotaki's son had clawed out his own throat with his na own nails and died. There's no way someone could die like that. So then, for that to happen, we thought drugs were to blame, but nothing of that nature was detected. That's right. The police didn't find any drugs in Tomotaki-san's system. The, the police told me they didn't find any drugs in Tomotaki-san's body. <laughs> the two of them laughed together with that sickening laughter. Of course they'd laugh. To assume that such a medicine didn't exist just because the police didn't know about it was completely foolish. Meaning, the drug that caused Tomotaki-san to die in such a bizarre manner did exist? If Mion injected this into me, then that would probably be all the proof I needed. That would basically mean I'd end up the same as Tomotaki-san. Become hysterical, scratching out my throat in my last moments, then die. For such an outrageous drug to exist, for me I'm to be holding it, and that I was about to be injected with it. At that moment, I did not feel there was any need whatsoever to question it. What kind of idiot, when he's trying to dodge a ball flying straight over his face, has time to think of a reason as to why it's flying at him? Just give up. Alright then? Neon's actions lacked any gravatus, and made it even more terrifying. There was more of a ceremony, like when someone is sentenced to death. 
There was no hesitation at all, as if she were brushing her teeth. Mian reached out with one hand and grabbed onto my chest. It felt like electricity had run through the back of my head and the entire world had gone dark. Did I stand up too fast? Or did someone hit me really hard in the back of the head? Having lost my sense of balance, I was assaulted by a wave of dizziness. And with that, guys, we're actually going to end this episode here. And we should hopefully be finishing up chapter one of Higurashi in the next part, I believe. So, see you guys in the next one. Have a good day. Bye.